I'm Conrad Swift, and this is the Cardano Convo Podcast, a weekly podcast that gives a glimpse into the Cardano ecosystem. The Cardano Convo provides an easy-to-digest explanation of the projects that are being built, thoughts, and what's going on within the Cardano community. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and follow now on your favorite apps like Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever podcasts are available. Today, I will be speaking with Damon, the Chief Marketing Officer, and Robert, the Chief Operations Officer of Charlie3, or Charlie, a decentralized oracle being built on the Cardano blockchain. Without further ado, let's get to the interview. Hello, Damon and Robert. It's nice to have you both on the show, and thank you for taking the time to talk with us today and answer a few questions about the work you've been doing with Charlie3. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh... I know we've been talking for a bit, so it's good to to finally be here and, and uh, get out to the community. And we have Rob here for the first time too, so that's exciting. I'm a real person. Hey, everyone. Um, <laughs> glad to be on the show. I really appreciate uh, having us on here and having the opportunity to talk to the community. So first of all, tell us a little bit about yourselves, your backgrounds, what drew you into crypto in general? Damon, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. I'll take that one. Uh, to me, uh, what drew me into crypto is uh, actually a friend of mine uh, who who works in Cardstarter right now, Brandon. He's their COO. He's been talking to me about it for a long time, uh, and you know, just managed to get me hooked into it. I, I saw a really great opportunity for um, you know my financial situations to change to try something new. And just the whole decentralized uh, idea of, of Cardano as well. And, and Cardano specifically is the reason I actually got into it. I just love the academic background to it and um, their vision on, on bringing it to, to full use case uh, within the world. I, I think it's a, a huge game changer and I'm happy to be building towards it. Yes, uh, similar, similar experience, but uh, I think my whole career, I've kind of gravitated towards transformative kind of technology and trying to connect with people with interesting projects that are kind of on the forefront of transforming traditional processes. And, you know, my background is from software industry, traditional SaaS industry in, in the, uh, in the Valley and out of Vancouver. And as a consultant, I worked with 50 or so companies and they were working on uh, really cutting edge projects in AI um, and other areas. Uh, I worked with Y Combinator groups and um, they were, you know, all these new uh, technologies that are coming out, I, I want to see how they can generate more value for people. So my expertise is really in finding product market fit. So how do we take this amazing technology uh, and find people that and solutions and connect them so that it generates more value? And obviously, uh, cryptocurrency is one that I, I, philosophically is an interesting um, concept that has been interesting to me. And how we could help second and third world countries and um, what it means to transform finance in general. But I think blockchain technology is really where I got interested. And I started investing uh, 2016, 2017, getting into uh, companies launching, investing as a retail investor in companies using this technology. And and I thought it was absolutely amazing. And um, one of my friends uh, was involved in the space and we talked back and forth and he got involved with uh, projects launching on Cardano or planning to launch um, and brought me on to, um, you know, Charlie as an advisor. And uh, for me, it was like a kid in a candy store as a new technology. My day job's conversational AI. So 
it was a big lift to find something more exciting than conversational AI. And, and really, I, I loved it and um, subsequently moved into a leadership position. So uh, that's, okay. that's kind of my story. Oh, wow. Okay. For our listeners and viewers, could you explain what Charlie 3 is? Sure. Uh, I'm sure Damon's answered this on a few calls, but uh, we're a decentralized Oracle solution. Um, so at a high level, uh, you know, whatever the contracts are on a blockchain, they need to execute, they need data from off-chain. And this Oracle solution provides that data to execute. So at a high level, you know, if Italy or England won the game, there could be a contract that depends on the outcome of that score. We could provide that outcome to those contracts to execute. And of course, the transmission of data requires it to be accurate, dependable, reliable. Um, it needs to be efficient. Um, and some contracts are very large, high volumes. There, it needs to be able to scale. Uh, there's a number of technical problems and security issues in transmitting that data. And that's the solution that we provide or an Oracle in general provides is to secure, and in a nutshell, try, make the data trusted. So to touch a little bit on what you were talking about, I know when some people think of oracles, they think of a system that pulls price data for assets like Cardano, Ethereum, and other tokens. But what other use cases does Charlie 3 or an oracle on Cardano provide? Well, yeah, I can I can try and answer that one here. So obviously, uh, the space is, is new, right? Haskell and Plutus uh, platform is, is new. So we'll be exploring what other potential future use cases an Oracle can have that maybe aren't uh, available yet. And we're, we're excited to see that just given the, the difference in code. But just a, apart from the general, you know, normal price feeds, as like you say, everybody knows, um, we're going to be trying to look at anything else that's, you know, numerical one-time data. So weather feeds can be a thing. Uh, as Rob just stated, uh, sports feeds, that kind of stuff. So uh, scores that can come in. Um, we also will be producing uh, randomness generation. So people that are in gaming know what RNG is. So random yeah. uh, number generator, right? So that will be something that we would provide to our partners, such as Redodo, for their gambling protocols to have a, a safe uh, and measurable um, type of gambling uh, system where the numbers are truly uh, trusted as, as random and uh, it helps their system work properly. So um, there is, you know, and we'll also be moving chain data, you know, so data that's on chain uh, within different projects, as well as from off chain coming onto. So it's pulling data from a lot of different sources for multiple different use cases. And uh, those, those are the differences. It's not just price data. As you know, I'm a big believer in Cardano and its potential for changing the cryptocurrency world, as well as the smart contract and decentralized finance world. With there being many different chains with smart contracts and DeFi platforms and applications being built on them, what made the Charlie 3 team decide to build on the Oracle or build a decentralized Oracle for the Cardano blockchain? Yeah, and I, I think this is one that I'm really connected with and I was... As, you know, motivating me really to take on this project is that Cardano, from a technical standpoint, has is built from the ground up for these contracts. It, the, there's an efficiency and scalability uh, from a technical standpoint that we're going to get from um, Cardano. And, and that's exciting. So that means that we can be more efficient as an Oracle and decentralized apps are going to be uh, 
um, you know, they're going to be more efficient and, and more productive, I think. But the mission really of Cardano is to access, to provide these services and these, these applications to second and third world countries. And, and I think that's a, an amazing thing. I think that's an emerging market uh, that is underserved in Africa and in Latin America. And that's really where the revolution, the transformer, transformation is going to happen, I think, I believe. And, and this is my background, product market fit. So I was jumping up and down and I said, yeah, this is, this is fantastic. The timing is perfect. You know, there's, there's institutional adoption right now. Uh, governments are adopting currency. The timing is perfect. Uh, and, it, and it's to enable those people in those countries to get access to something that they normally don't have. And, and in order to do that, um, to get to market and build that ecosystem for all of these projects, they need data. So what, it's perfect. It's a, it's a perfect uh, uh, product for early product market fit. Building that ecosystem to enable those projects to work and serve those markets is, uh, I think, the number one reason I believe. And I, I know the team... Uh, Damon and Jonas, we feel strongly about it as well. Yeah, that's one aspect, uh, absolutely for sure. And I think I, I touched on the other one that I liked is uh, I think we all come from a pretty academic background as well. And, and Cardano is building extremely academically, you know, with a lot of peer reviewed research. And, and I like that trusted model. Um, and on a marketing standpoint, honestly, the the community uh, outreach and community growth and, and cohesiveness within Cardano is is far outreaching anything else. And the projects that I've always been involved in that are successful is because mostly of a uh, a really strong community. So that was a big draw as well. For a lot of Cardano projects, I've found the community, as you said, is phenomenal. Just how people are willing to jump in and see what's going on, willing to not be sold on an idea, but to actually look into it from a research perspective, look into it, see it be going, okay, this looks great. Or looking at Cardano's functionalities where it's not a Silicon Valley style run in, break things and try to patch it up as we go, where they actually sit down, they go, we'll mathematically prove this can be done. That was done with Shelly. It was going to be, it's being done with Gogan. And yeah. also to be able to, as Robert was saying, to aim really high for banking the unbanked or for example with like world mobile connecting the unconnected so reaching some people can aim for a certain population within the market already but imagine if you can grow the market get more people within that global ecosystem how much bigger these projects can get yeah. so that i mean that's part of our business is right like the whole yeah. system of an oracle is to connect other projects and connect everybody so uh, out of you know, the whole space, Oracle solutions, especially ours, are going to be far more connected to everything else and understand what's going on and, and help run the entire ecosystem. So that's why community is a, is a forefront focus for, for us, um, because without that, it doesn't work. Um, upon doing some research, I found that your project had a token. It's the Charlie 3 with the ticker C3. Currently, the only way to purchase C3 is using Uniswap V2. If we look at your FAQ as well, which we will be linking down below, we see that the C3 token is planning to migrate to Cardano. Does your team have any plans to introduce the C3 token to any of the swaps or decentralized exchanges that are being released on the Cardano blockchain or that Charlie C3 is partnered with? Yeah, absolutely. So 
Um, obviously, we we plan to swap over to Cardano, you know, instantly as soon as mainnet hits. If it doesn't, then uh, we haven't done our job properly, right? Because there's a lot of uh, projects that uh, rely on us for for their own functions, right? And coming to that point, that's where we'll be integrated with these other uh, projects as well, and being on the DEXs, make sure it all works out. So, I mean, nothing's obviously confirmed yet 100% because we still have to test on everything, test testnet. But, um, you know, we've been partnered up with Vi Finance, right? So we're probably going to be having uh, some liquidity posted with them. Um, Sunday Swap is coming through with uh, Card Starter, right? In in a merger there between C-Swap and their own token. Um, and we've been talking to Sunday for a long time. So we'll have a hopeful integration there as well for, for liquidity. Um, Obviously, we don't want to spread ourselves too thin, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're saving. We haven't listed on other DEXs on Ethereum because we're trying to save those liquidity tokens to be able to spread ourselves as much as possible throughout the Cardano ecosystem, which is the ecosystem we're serving. So the larger footprint we can have there, the better success we can have and the better success our partners can have through us. So when I was reading on the Charlie 3 token, I... So it talked a little bit about how your Oracle works. So I know you aren't the chief technical officers, but could you explain how the Charlie three token and Charlie three will work as a decentralized Oracle? Yeah. Um, so to begin with that, we'll have node stakers that are connected to different APIs and, and whatnot to grab uh, data that comes onto the chain and they'll be using a certain amount of C3 in order to make these transactions uh, and have you know trusted reputations as the data comes in, so usually how that's going to work is that the um, the customer, the other project, will send a uh, you know request to us. What do we want, or what do they need? That goes out uh, through our Oracle system to test uh, the node stakers that are connected to the APIs and. Uh, validate their data on if it's uh, correct or not. And the way that that ends up being decentralized is through the node staker. So to begin with, we'll have those specific nodes and those specific uh, points of data that we're pulling in. Uh, for our future roadmap, though, we do hope to have it as a full, fully community-governed uh, token, right? So all the community can vote on every kind of action that we're doing, any kind of payroll type of things. But that is a future future system to make it fully decentralized. As we're setting up everything, uh, the only, um, I guess, rewards that'll be given and people that can potentially vote on things will be sort of a board of governance through our uh, node stakers uh, that are bringing us our data for our partners. Um, with the recent news on the Plutus Pioneer program opening up to everyone and a successful hard fork from the Alonzo testnet to the Alonzo white nodes, how has progress been with Plutus in coding? Rob, I think you've been dealing with uh, Jonas a little bit more on that side of things. So why don't you uh, take that one? Yeah, no, uh, I definitely can jump in here and, and speak to that. Uh, fantastic. Uh, I'm, I'm really happy with the progress our team is making. Uh, I know that all projects right now, as a new iteration of Alonzo comes out, has to adapt to the changes. Um, and, and so it really is a race right now for all projects to update their solutions, uh, test it within that test net. Um, and our team has already put out uh, two prototypes uh, you know, within their 
within uh, Alonzo White. Uh, and we hope to uh, release one. Um, I'm not sure of the exact timeline, but we would like to get a, a working data feed out to the public to observe basically under the hood how, how we operate. And, and, and that would be, um, you know, in the next couple of weeks, ideally. Uh, but the progress has been very good. And the Cardano Foundation, I just want to, you know, give a little bit of a shout out here. Uh, they're fantastic. Uh, the people we've talked to in the Cardano Foundation and the community have been so helpful and quick to respond. I, I really have never seen this before, uh, you know, working in traditional tech and software, uh, things, uh, you know, people are less inclined to help out uh, unless there's a contract involved or something to be gained. Uh, so that's helped our team immensely, um, getting that support. Um, and the same thing goes with the IOHK. I know that they're, the people I've spoken to are fantastic. So I feel our team is very supported. The community is very tight knit and um, I'm excited for like every, every day on the standup, the technical standup, I pop in and I want to see what the progress is. And it seems like uh, we're really, um, on, I feel we're on track. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with that. I think we definitely seem on track for sure. Um, and I mean, there's obviously, uh, I agree with Robert in, in the fact that, uh, things are going well. Um, there are things that come up, you know, there's a UTXO confluence issue that a lot of people are dealing with, but, uh, most of those projects are, are hammering that out on Alonzo white right now. And we hope to get in on the fray. Um, and sorry, uh, Haskell is a, is a kind of unique, situation unique code and the plutus platform is different as well so yeah there's there's things to to work out but as robert says it's it's a great community everybody's helping each other out right from the top to the new projects people in between uh so i don't think anybody's really worried about how progress is moving and i think that's really exciting for for finally getting to a main net you know that we're all waiting for I know that I've seen two of the previous projects that have been interviewed on the Cardano Convo are partnered with Charlie 3. Those two are Vi Finance and ADAX. Would you be able to tell us about other such partnerships that you have? Yeah, absolutely. Um, first off, I just want to say that Vi Finance and, and ADAX are, are fantastic uh, partners. We're working with them pretty closely for the future in, in multiple ways, not just in our data feeds, but marketing and stuff as well. So those guys are great. Um, other projects we have going uh, right now, like Redodo, the gambling one I've already mentioned, and Netverk, and uh, they do like a 3D virtual open world space, which is actually pretty sweet. And we're going to be working with both of those within Netverk's area to provide different data for different games that uh, they're going to be creating in their 3D open world area, as well as Redodo, they're going to have a uh, virtual uh, casino in there that we're also providing the data for. So it it kind of goes both ways and it's exciting to have these different projects working together. Um, we have a lot of unannounced partnerships that we can't say at the moment. Yeah. And that's just because of the market at the moment, right? A lot of people are pushing their launches and they don't want uh, to have uh, premature uh, marketing initiatives that uh, could get, garner a little bit more support if it's due at the right time. So we're just waiting for them to, to give the green light and, and then we'll be all set. I think there's eight of them at the moment that we're waiting on oh, wow. uh, and that's totally fine. But uh, other people we've been talking to, I just had another uh, call with World Mobile uh, this morning. So uh, that's a really exciting one. We're getting uh, excited to start sharing things on the test net with them. Um, and 
yeah, I mean, that that's the biggest one. Uh, oh, and Immunify as well. And these are both projects that are really set on uh, integrating with real world use cases, especially in Africa and other things that we're, we're looking at doing as well through different charity initiatives. So um, yeah, there's just a lot coming up and it's going to ramp up like crazy as soon as uh, the mainnet draws closer and closer. I don't know what the market's going to do, but uh, once mainnet comes, there'll definitely be a lot more as people need to launch. Oh, it sounds like a lot's going on. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> I know that there have been other Cardano oracles in the space for quite some time. How do you view that competition? Yeah, go ahead, Rob. Yeah, sure. I'll take the, the difficult competitor question here. And, th and I think there's something to note. Having competitors in a space is, is not necessarily a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. It drives innovation and it helps everyone uh, create a better solution or more value for the users. So um, we have to constantly improve our solution or we lose, uh, you know, data consumers or our customers in that sense. Uh, so I think it's a great thing, first of all. Uh, it's, and it's a sign that Cardano is growing. And, and that really ties us into what is the sort of North Star of Charlie is really creating um, working data feeds for our projects on launch and as a whole launching the ecosystem that the plutus you know plus platform is you know it needs to be there needs to be an infrastructure that is built to launch all these projects and there's going to be a lot of projects uh it's scaling fast so having one or more oracle solutions is a necessity it's not like one's going to win out and all the rest are going to disappear uh there's going to be too much demand on mainnet launch to supply it. And, and that's really how I see the competition right now is I wanna learn what they're doing and what they're providing and generate more value for our partners, especially on launch and make sure it's working. So I, uh, frankly, I look at like the other uh, solutions out there and um, I would like to have more discussions with them, more collaboration. I think those are those are good things for the community. And I think that's really what Cardano wants out of all the projects. Um, and yeah, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, and I totally agree with that, too. And I mean, the same thing happens in other areas, too. There's like 15 different DEXs that are building. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's like there's a lot. Um, but they all have like a, a smaller, unique function to them as well. I, and they'll build off each other. And I know that a lot of those DEXs are, are talking. I know the Jira wallets, uh, talking with ADAX and ADAX is talking with Wi-Fi because I've, I've set them up with each other. Yeah. So, um, so like these, these guys are communicating and building and, and figuring out their different niche areas. And, and yeah, there's no problems with having the same of, of the same type of thing. I mean, there's a zillion different phone brands. There's a zillion different car brands, you know? There's different types of trees outside my yard right now, right? Like yeah. it's, it's not one thing always wins. So yeah, totally with you on that, Rob. Uh, exactly the same. No problems with the competition. I think it's a bad thing if one one company wins or yeah. one company does everything. That's that's a bad thing. So uh, by all means, I want to see everyone successful in this uh, ecosystem because it grows it. So yeah, all totally. let's do it. Yeah, and. It is very much iron sharpens iron type development because if there's, as you said, one company, then it can grow stagnant. It doesn't have a reason to get better. Whereas if you have competition, the products, the services are going to get better. 
And one thing I hadn't even thought about, maybe a lot of the community hadn't thought about, is a lot of programs or applications are going to be launched as soon as possible, meaning like maybe even day one when smart contracts come out. And that's going to be a heavy load. Like if anybody's ever jumped into a game day of launch online game, you know, the servers get packed, you know, there's so much data having to be transferred that there isn't, it can't, it doesn't need to just be one. And in fact, it might be better to have multiple for a fail safe. So I think that's one thing you said that I hadn't even thought of. And I think maybe a lot of the community hasn't thought about that either. It, yeah, just, totally just to give some context here from my other world in, in fintech and traditional banking, um, you know, when something launches, there's a celebration. The software engineers are up at like Saturday morning at like two in the morning um, and celebrating testing and getting everything live. It, it's, it's a real struggle. Like mainnet launch is going to be an event uh, and there's it's going to be a big event and uh, there's going to be a need for a lot of support through that. It's it's it's. Yeah, you're absolutely spot on. Do you guys have any announcement or news that you'd like to share with the community? Oh, man, do I ever. Uh, <laughs> can I, though? That's the difference. Uh, so I think we've already shared a, a few things. So we have our, um, uh, sorry, our prototype that's actually being built. And I think right now, while the market's slower, development is uh, 100% more so the focus than anything, right? We just really need to get a product out there working, integrating. Um, so we went, blew through version one, which was just dealing with single con uh, smart contract at a time. Now we're in version 1.5, which is dealing with a little bit more. And then 2.0 is what we're gonna be actually integrating with other projects on Alonzo White. We do have access, uh, Alonzo White, that we got this week, but um, it, it's just, uh, we're not ready to, to push it out to partners yet. But Either way, that's still exciting on the development side oh, yeah. to actually have working prototypes. Um, outside of that, yeah, it's just, uh, I think even just talking with, with World Mobile to me is a huge deal. Outside of the three main branches of, of Cardano, right? Emergo, Cardano Foundation, and IOHK. As far as I know, World Mobile is the only one that's actually publicly endorsed by Cardano. Um, so to have that kind of connection potential there is is a big deal um i would like to throw out a little teaser about some charity initiatives that we have coming up uh next week we'll be posting more about it um all i can say with it right now is it's uh, it's dealing with grow your stake stake pool um working closely with uh, josh over there who runs the cardano chats as well uh website or uh, youtube and I think that that's a really exciting uh, thing going on. And I've already alluded to the eight or so partnerships that we're just waiting on on coming out. Um, and the last thing is for partnership things coming up, I plan to do a, uh, a little series of NFTs purely for the community um, based on our, our uh, partnerships that are coming through. There's no profit on our side. It's purely just for community engagement and enjoyment. And I really hope people uh, respond to that really well. I, I like art and I think that... Uh, it livens things up a little bit within uh, potentially dry projects like ours that are mostly based in coding. I could not agree more. And I know the NFT craze, I've heard it's going to have a second wave as well. So, I mean, for as far as crypto goes, NFTs are phenomenal and it really does help get the community involved for sure. Um, yeah. some, something I'm curious about, 
What is the biggest challenge that Charlie 3 has faced? In, could be in development, could be any aspect. What has been the biggest challenge? Oh, man. Do you want to take a stab I, at it, Damon? Or, and I can, I can give my thoughts. I too. think we should both take a stab at it. Um, my, my initial stab of what's the biggest challenge that we've faced as a, as a company is, is actually just, just navigating, um, trying to navigate the legal side of it as well. Like, like it, it's so continually evolving, um, in a legal space at the moment, um, a country to country, state to state, even like me and Rob are both based in Canada and, and our provinces have different, uh, setups, you know, and, and they'll change all the time. And it's like, well, how do we manage this? You know, as, as much as people think crypto is just, oh, it's just a currency. It's there. It's online. It's this thing you can, it's a real company, you know, like we're real companies. We have to, we have to keep our, our funds somewhere. We have to manage it. We have to uh, obey the laws and taxes and, and everything. So it's just like managing that is the unseen part that people don't understand of, of maybe why we can't get things out as fast as possible because you know we're, we're a small team and we're building you know everything from from the legal side to the marketing operations and 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 coding and and hiring people and all of this right so um so i i think for me that that's been our our largest struggle as a team um uh, as an entity on a, a front-facing side, uh, I'm not so sure I can pinpoint it, but I'd love to hear Rob's perspective. You know, it's not something we really talk about. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm used to maybe not the kind of complexity that comes with uh, digital currency and, 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 and operating as a company that has a, you know, a token. Um, but usually that's the operational side, the legal aspect is a challenge. But I think for, for Charlie, for me, the real challenge has been, and the excitement at the same time, is that the Plutus platform is evolving and the, you know, Haskell, how, what we're coding in is changing over time with the Plutus platform. So it's almost like a challenge of what's coming next. We don't know. So we can't plan for it. And everyone's kind of waiting a week in advance or two weeks in advance um, to try and figure out what's coming up, trying to figure out where we're going to go and have the development team. If we knew if it was Solidity and Ethereum, right? It would be easy. It, we could, we could, uh, plan our roadmap, we could give out a firm deadline to all our community and release things as we go. But the, pro the challenge is, is that we don't know and we're dependent on, uh, you know, IOHOK to create this foundation, this backbone, uh, but also give us information for it. So it's, it's, a, it's kind of like building a bridge, I, I, an analogy, where you're on the edge of the bridge and people are like, well, when are you going to get to that next part? And the foundation is changing underneath you. And you're, you're like, well, we're putting it down as we go, right? We're going to get there. And we can only give you maybe like what we're working on, what's coming up and what's later. Um, so that's a real challenge I, I find. And I know Damon uh, is impacted because the community wants to know hard dates and how, how things are exactly going to be. And it's evolving. And that, I think that's the biggest challenge I've seen in uh, working from traditional SaaS to and in product management on big projects. Uh, you know, if you have your Gantt chart, you can have your milestones. This, there's a lot of uncertainty and risk that we're managing and all projects are worrying about the same thing. Like what's coming up. Yeah. I totally agree. It definitely does impact the community side of things for sure. Oh, very much so. And a lot of projects have kind of had the same problem because I mean, the Cardano community wants to know hard dates, as you said, and that doesn't just go for projects like yours. It also goes for 
the when is Alonzo coming out? When is the full mainnet? And for example, if we've watched the Cardano 360, originally it was going to be, I think, the end of July, early August. Now yeah. it's been pushed back a month. So it's I understand your guys' project is reliant on a project before it, so you can't put the cart before the horse horse per se. And that I know that's a frustration for a couple of projects as well as some people in the community. And it's fair enough, but again, I think in the long haul, even with the delays, I think it'll be worth it for the product that will come out for sure. Yeah. It's exciting. It's new. We're I'm paving the way. It's like this pioneer program. You know what I mean? Like this is the cutting edge of Cardano building out this ecosystem. And that's, that's worth it alone. And to see that impact that we've talked about earlier, I mean, that's what it's for. Another question I have is where do you and your team hope to be within a year or two with Charlie? Um, where do we hope to be within a year or two? I, I, I mean, I think that that just measures on, on what we view as success. And, and for me, that's just a, a fully integrated, continually innovating, uh, Oracle solution, uh, akin to what Chainlink did in their early years on earlier times on, uh, Ethereum. Right. Um, that's obviously a goal, but, uh, to me, that that's what that would look like is to to have a larger entity with with more employees tackling more problems and being continually successful and coming up with new solutions for to to serve the space better and more projects. Right. That's that's how I, I don't want to be a quick thing. You know, <laughs> I don't want to yeah. exist for a year and then disappear like a lot of projects. Right. We, we our, I think our our whole focus is to be around uh, longer and be leaders in the space. Yeah, and I second sort of the sentiment there that Damon's mentioned, and and I think our success right now is defined by our partner success. So if they're launching with feeds and they're functioning, they're high performing, and the Oracle is enabling them, that's success. And the more projects we have that are successful in Cardano, it's kind of like the first phase. Um, and then we're going to look at interoperability on other blockchains and, and migrating out. I think that's the long-term kind of vision is to boost the ecosystem in Cardano. And then uh, once we have that as a foundation, we now have this Oracle that's, you know, built on this strong technical foundation. What can we do with it? What can we do and bring value to other projects and other blockchains that are currently relying on other Oracles? So that's kind of the short and long-term vision. So this has been super informative and I really appreciate you both taking the time to chat today. Before we go, how can listeners get involved with what you're doing or how can people best support you and your team? Yeah, that's, that's a great one. Um, at the moment, our, our main bulk is on Twitter uh, and we put out everything through Twitter. Now the more engaging uh, platform would be to join our Telegram. All the links are there on the Twitter front page so you don't got to go far. So again, all of Charlie 3 or Charlie's links will be linked down below. Again, thank you very much both for taking the time to join us for this interview. And I'm looking forward to seeing the developments and implementations of your project on Cardano. Wonderful. Thanks a lot. And I hope the community comes to talk to us on, on our Telegram and Twitter pages as well. We look forward to it. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cardano Convo podcast. If you want an easy way to help us out, make sure to share this podcast. 
That way we can grow and create a better podcast for you guys. Also, leave us a five-star review. And if you have feedback on today's episode, tweet us at Cardano Convo, send your emails to cardanoconvo at gmail.com, or join the Cardano Convo Discord server and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Also, make sure to check out our new podcast website on crypto-loops.com. We'd also like to thank our sponsors. First are our Patreons over on the Cardano Convo Patreon page. Their direct contributions help to make this podcast possible. By becoming a patron, you gain amazing benefits such as access to polls to help decide the content of upcoming episodes, early access to videos, roles and benefits within the Discord server, and so much more. Our second sponsor is Loops Pool. If you want to help out the podcast and are looking for a Cardano stake pool to delegate your ADA to, then think about delegating with Loops Pool. That is Loops, L-O-O-P-S. Again, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you in the next episode of the Cardano Convo.